Welcome to Direct-to-Video DVD Extras, a podcast between podcasts where we talk about whatever we want. Now, where's the button on this thing? So, um, god damn it. God damn it. What? It's just that, like, you're not going to be interested in this at all. Oh, um, come on, hit me, hit me with it. Hit me I, with it. um, I watched the, I finally watched the new Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. Oh, the 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 yes, I know about this because it's got a it's got a great scene in it that I watched clips of. I think. Okay, what scene is that? It's the one where Kaiba painfully recreates Yugi. Oh my god! Yeah, that was like really early, and Kaiba in this movie, he is the arc. His arc in this movie is the important arc because Yugi, as Yugi, stays the same the whole movie. He's like a Buddha. He's like, no, my other self is gone, and that sucks, but I've moved on, and I'm graduating soon, and my life's gonna change even more. And meanwhile, Kaiba is crazy. He has gone mad. And do you know what he has? I'm gonna tell you what he has. A space elevator. I'm sorry. Do you know why he has a space elevator, Andy? Why? Why? So that he could meet Egypt gods? Why? Why does he have it? It is because, as far as I can tell, this is the only reason he has the space elevator. It is because when he recovers the puzzle, which he digs out of the ground mm-hmm. uh, where it was buried, he figures the best the, the the best way to put it together would be in zero gravity because he's having a machine do it and that way it can read all of it all 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 the all the sides at the same time. It's, it's just a puzzle, dude. It's a that a fucking puzzle. high school. Well, it is solved. impossible. It is magically impossible to put together except by the chosen one. So, but yeah, that that is why he has a space elevator. And he like has these scientists working for him and he's going up on a space elevator and he's like Set up the championship tournament that I'm throwing together. And it's like, these people work for him because he is burning so much money on this crazy dream of reviving a dead guy so that he can fight him again. And win, maybe. And, well, he can, here's the thing. He can win against the version that he made in his head. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose exactly. He wants to be able to lose. I is is this is like a weird obsessed ex-boyfriend shit. Um it is very weird obsessed ex-boyfriend. He but but yeah, he 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 and 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 and, and he's going crazy. Holy shit, I must be tired. <laughs> and he's going crazy or has already gone crazy because of all of this. Meanwhile, there is some guy who has a sort of magic power that lets him remove people from the collective consciousness, which basically makes them part of some other fake world. And if and this guy is coming, is going to go kill Bakora because. Bakora's evil self, when possessed by the ring, killed uh, his teacher, who was at this point shoddy. Huh. And so he's he's coming to do that. 
And he kind of gets caught in the crossfire with Kaiba because he has this weird thing. He, If the Pharaoh is revived, then he and his companions won't be able to move on to the next world. They were like they're they're they will like literally ascend because of the Pharaoh's sacrifice, and if the Pharaoh's revived, that won't happen. But Kaiba is obsessed with reviving the Pharaoh, and there's this great moment where Yugi puts the puzzle together in front of Kaiba, and nothing happens, and he says, "He's not in here anymore. He's gone." And so much of the movie is fan servicey, and. So much of the movie is over the top and crazy, but it is the best Yu-Gi-Oh! movie I've seen. And there are like three other Yu-Gi-Oh! movies. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there are. Uh, and it's it's kind of fascinating because it's it's almost like a character study of this guy. Because Kaiba used to be a crazy person before Yugi beat the ever-loving shit out of him. And then he sort of descended into madness again. Oh, also, there's this fucking after credit scene where maybe Kaiba goes back in time? Oh, come, fuck the come on. God damn it. And I don't, like... Like, the worst part is I don't know what that means. Because time travel is possible in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe. But I don't know if he's... Back in time, or in some sort of other simulation afterlife, or he's not in a simulation because he drove he drove like a weird bullet down the space elevator, and it dissolved behind him. Okay, because he was using he was using stolen magic, and it was crazy, and and I don't I don't fucking know. I mean, the point of that is to not understand what the hell was happening at that point. So Yeah, the the only thing I know about this movie was that, well, up until now, now that you've told me it, which it sounds positively insane in a good way. It is bonkers as hell, but also you would have to watch the fucking show, which you didn't do. I, mean, I watched the show. Well, you'd have to watch the end of the show, which is the important oh, part yeah, well, uh... as far as the movie goes. Uh... But Dungeon Dice Monsters is so boring. Don't watch the Dungeon Dice Monsters one. That's not e- that's not important. But I already That's like the after school special episode. Yeah. But Duke Devlin is so cool. His name's Itogi. Uh-huh. And he has a fucking walk on role in the movie. Sorry, Hitogi Devlin. No, I think that's his last name. Look, I don't Duke I don't Hitogi, know all the names. Then. I just know how they're referred to. But yeah, no. I'll, I, I somebody tweeted the video, which was just like like him Kaiba saying the line. What what was it? I even managed to recreate his perfect quaff of hair, which was the most difficult part. I was just like, I don't remember this happening in the show. Oh, and I never retweeted it. But then somebody did like a sketch of how they remembered Seto Kaiba, and I, and like my favorite part was like that he wears jants. Uh, or no. Jants? Shants combination shoe pants. <laughs> and and then like pointed out and then like put an arrow in his like big feet for walking over plebs and I was just like, yep, yep, that's Kaiba, alright. Okay, yeah. That tracks. Shants. Shants. Oh man. Um, 
so did you did you watch that on DVD or like did you manage to get a theatrical viewing of it? No, I fucking watch a sub release because I'm not a plebe. Um, but that's the thing. I hate the I since I was a kid, I hated the official English release of that show because they, you know, changed stuff so much. So I was specifically waiting for somebody to make a subbed version. And honest to God, I would buy the... If they would just translate it straight, I would just buy that. But they've never done that. No, it's too much of a IP property here, dude. Can't do that. He does come back, by the way. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's, like, the most fan service part. There's He's... a second. Like, when he comes back for a second and he wins this duel and then he doesn't say anything and then he leaves wow and it's it weirdly works that's mm, it's weird uh but it doesn't feel like it should there's a lot of other stuff in the movie that does not work that well Hmm. like the fact that kaiba and yugi are both going through this like really strangely personal tragedy but Kaiba insists on doing everything in front of a crowd. So there's like a whole crowd of people gasping when Yugi puts the puzzle together. But they don't fucking know what that means. Like, there's, a, <laughs> there's just like a steward just like holding up a sign. Please clap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Kaiba is such a weird character now that I think about it. Like, he's so beholden to this pharaoh. Yeah, he's defined by him. Yeah, like like literally his entire life is defined by the fact that this is the one thing that he cannot defeat. And I guess that's super unhealthy for him. Uh, it turns out it's very unhealthy for him. because Well, actually, but it's healthy for science because, again, space elevator. It turns out that when Kaiba has an obsession, he makes great things. <laughs> I will move the skies and the earth to duel uh, this... This magic pharaoh dude. His name's Atem. Atem, one more time. There are so many Yu-Gi-Oh tweets that came out in the last week, and I don't think I retweeted any of them. I think I just favorited them and moved on. Because there was one of them, and I don't know who retweeted this one, that was like, I want to see a Yu-Gi-Oh episode where they run into somebody who doesn't fucking play cards or a game, and they have to defeat them like a normal-ass person. But that that was like the early manga. Yeah, but nobody's read that. Okay, but that was the early, like, you could find those. Okay, but Tony, nobody's read those, and I didn't know that existed until you just mentioned it. Like, there's, because, okay, so the, the early manga, uh, oh, I guess this is what we're doing. No, now. can we not? Can uh, we move on? Can we please? I, I do, I do just want to mention it, because it's interesting. Okay, you and I have very different definitions of interesting. The other Yugi is sort of a weird avenging angel, who shows up whenever regular Yugi is picked on. And he challenges whoever whoever is uh, has picked on him to a game, and it is a game that he immediately makes up on the spot. And almost every time, the other guy will try to cheat to win the game, and then Yugi drives him insane somehow. <laughs> he breaks their mind. Yeah. Um, yep. It's fucking insane. That's great. We Kaiba got all fucked up because, and he got the idea for the holograms because Yugi trapped him with visions of dual monsters devouring him for a day. Well, that's nice. That's pleasant. Well, you know, he stole his he stole his blue eyes card, so he got got. Gotta get get. 
I don't think. Okay. Sorry, I'm just like I'm like browsing through Twitter. Like, is there anything on Twitter that that I could talk about? Well, that is okay. Well, that's kind kind of shitty podcasting. That's. that's I like, wonder if there's like a a random subject generator that you can type in. Oh, let me try. Let me check. There's got to be something. Random yeah. subject generator. I'm. What if it like? We can talk about this. What if it generates something that's like. <laughs> what are you afraid of well let's not let's move on no come on no 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 <laughs> we're here uh these, this i oh this is writing exercises i don't want that all right fine get another one okay sh- you don't want to talk about what you're afraid of you don't want to bear your deepest darkest secrets listen, to the internet listen i'm afraid of heights and clowns all right there's nothing deeper than that okay but if the clown was on top of a skyscraper Next to you, I would jump off the skyscraper. More... Okay, <laughs> good to know. So, if the clown was on the bottom of the skyscraper, like waiting for you to fall, you wouldn't be as scared. Uh, I, I would stay on top of the skyscraper. That makes sense. Okay, look, like yeah, my fear of heights is trumped by my fear of clowns because clowns are creepy as fucking. See, this awesome. is good information to know. And I, I'm going to watch. This means I could chase you off the, the side of a house if I was uh, dressed as a clown. Uh, well, I might stab you first, but yes, you could. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see who kills him. God, speed. I think. I think the end all of this relationship is we'll see who kills who. This speech generator is awful. It gave me five topics, and they're all bad. Okay. Do you want to talk about disease? Yeah, let's talk about disease. Women in politics. Look, I don't want to talk about anybody in politics. Lottery. Okay. Data acquisition, which is a very specific topic. And Call of Duty? What? Who? Yeah, that's just a... That's... Carl hmm. Duty? Call of Duty. Oh, Call you know of the Duty. Game? I thought you said Carl Duty. <laughs> Carl Duty, you know. You know Carl Duty. Oh my god, this speech topics generator is awful. I'm going to go back to the other one. It was better. What are you afraid of? It's a bit too deep. Uh, no, that's bad. No. No. Uh, no. 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 This is good audio. No. No. Uh, definitely not that one. Ugh. Ew. Yeah, these are terrible writing prompts too like to be honest this isn't working okay okay so tweet in your subjects we'll wait yeah yes somehow this episode will come out and will oh did you see the tweet that i sent out the the perfect man no i don't think okay i'm gonna send a link of this to you because this tweet is is like god tier okay let's see if this works Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh okay (laughs) it's mesmerizing yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man again like not great audio though no, it just it's it's a it's a jife of Tim Com- of Tim Curry. You asshole. What? 
What don't did I do you, this time? Don't you what? What did I do this time? It is a gif. Jaith. No, that's not a... No, <laughs> stop stop doing that. Stop doing what? Nobody likes it when you do that. I just uh, I just showed you a wonderful Jaith, and now you're I... just getting all up in arms about nothing. You're a fucking monster. <laughs> How do you feel about the word chivos? I don't know, is that supposed to be a different word? It is a different word. If you say so, you'd have to spell it out. Oh, man. Uh, It's like Cheetos, but with a V. Cool. Cool. Thank you for listening to Direct Video DVD Extras. I've been your host, (laughs) Tony Robusto. And I've been your host, Andy Reyes. And we we recorded this right after our recording of the... Treasure Planet, Treasure Island episode because I I felt like we might need the buffer. So if we sound tired, it's because I it is currently four thirty where I am, and I think it's three thirty where you are, Tony. Yeah, I woke up at six thirty today, so this is PM or no the other one. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) I woke woke up at eight. Uh... It's cool. Um. Yeah, so if you're thinking, man, they sound tired, and this is a terrible podcast because they sound tired, fuck you. <laughs> don't, no, don't be mean to our listeners. Well. If you think we sound tired, you should leave us a five-star review um, because, with, with the, and rate us and be like, wow, these, these are the most tired podcasters we've ever heard, and we love it. Yeah, do I'll that. tell you what, if, if you do that, we'll read it on the air. Oh, that I would. Hell yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I like. I totally would. I that'd be nice. That would be fun. And you can find us. You can find our stuff at direct2.video, or you can check us out on Google Play or iTunes, wherever you get your local podcasts. Wait, did you say local podcasts? Look, we're we're broadcasting internationally. <laughs> you can find me at Theater Bats, and the uh, the the our song is by Lee Rosevere. It's theme from Penguins Not Parade. It's really good. You can um, find me at royalty underscore Valens. Didn't you do that? Nope. Okay. Um, Did it now though. Beth, um, we're leaving. Good night. Good good night, everybody. Yeah. Tony is the ghost Come of John back Smith. When you know I'm awake. You're going to be so mad if you're even slightly off Ah. with that melody. But if I got it right, then I could start playing it over it perfectly. I didn't say I'm the ghost of John Smith in the last one, did I? Oh, son of a bitch, you didn't. Fuck me. And I could have said I'm the ghost of something something arrow. Everything's terrible. Don't worry, I'll fix it in post. Okay. We said ghost at one point. (laughs) I think I could, and we've said Mr. Arrow, so I think think maybe I could splice something together. Yes. Frankenstein (laughs) me. Yeah.
If I make it sound really good, though, you'll be scared. I'll be able to like forge, <laughs> forge confessions. I'm already like borderline scared of that. I, Tony Robusto, do not enjoy the Lion King one and a half. Wait, but you can get me saying I, Tony Robusto, or the Lion King one and a half. That seems like easy things to get just in conversation with me. I mean, I just got them right now, didn't I? I know. I'm just saying that, look, oh my god, played right into your hands. The yeah, you did. Problem. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs>